Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. If I mention a third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? What's on first? What's on second? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. <laughs> Crack of the Bat, The Field of Dreams, The Say Hey Kid, The Perfect Game, The Dying Cubs Fan's Last Request. Mickey and Willie and Jackie and the Babe, they'll all be there. This is Air Steven. Please join me for a special 2011 Folk and Roots Marathon edition of Folk and Beyond, The American Pastime. Thursday, May 12, 5 to 7 p.m. Baseball is played on a diamond in a park. The baseball park. The boys of summer shimmer off the diamond and are brought to you in song right here on 91.1 FM, WTJU, Charlottesville. Batter up. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Say about the game is that it's not 
from The Baseball Project. What a fitting new band to be playing baseball music as we are entering the Folk and Beyond regular time slot and I am your regular Folk and Beyond announcer. So I'm looking forward to you, the listeners, my listeners, my people who are my regular listeners to really support the show today and support WTJU during this particular Folk and Roots Marathon. And this is the time that we're asking you, if you can, to step right on up to the plate, batter up, so to speak, and pull out the plastic and hit with that plastic bat toward any support that you can do, whether it's a single, a double, a triple, or a home run. You know, if you want to hit it out of the park with a $1,000 pledge, we could do that for you. We could let you do that right here at WTJU. The number to call is 434-924-3959. We started the show off today, I call it the American pastime. Now, most of the time it's called the national pastime, and I understand that, and it wasn't a mistake. The fact is, I've always been an American League fan, and so, therefore, I've got to call it the American pastime. And my favorite team's always been the Minnesota Twins. I grew up in South Dakota, and I had an uncle that lived in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. I'd go up there with my family as a kid, and I got to see people like Harmon Killebrew and Tony Oliva and Camilo Pasquale and Zoilo Versalles and Bobby Allison play for the Twins during the time that Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle and Hank Aaron and Pete Rose and... Uh, Joe Morgan and all of these folks were in my childhood. And so it's ingrained in me like it's ingrained in a lot of people. I know our left of cool announcer, Larry Minnick, loves baseball. And speaking of baseball, let me give you a little weather for this afternoon's baseball, this evening's baseball. Uh, The rest of the afternoon, it's going to be mostly cloudy with highs in the upper 70s with south winds blowing out around five miles an hour. So just a little bit of a trickle to push them balls. Won't fool with it too much. Mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, but that's not till later. Lows around 60. South winds at 5 miles an hour, chance of rain 40%. We should be able to get all the games in. And then Friday, cloudy with a chance of showers, a chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Highs in the mid-70s, perfect baseball weather for our Virginia baseball team playing Miami, the University of Miami. And we do have the number one rated baseball, collegiate baseball team right here at the University of Virginia. So anyway, we started that off with Dr. John. Did you recognize our good doc? John, taking you to the nether zone right here in the American pastime, singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game in a way that only Dr. John can. And we followed that up with a tune called Pastime. And that tune is from the Baseball Project. The Baseball Project is comprised of Steve Wynn and Scott McGahee and Peter Buck. Scott and Peter were in the band called R.E.M. Some of you might have heard that band one time or another. Linda Pittman's from Minneapolis and plays with Steve Wynn and the Dream Syndicate. But they all been putting three different albums out now over the last three years. So we got some modern stuff. We've got the Say Hey Kid. We got songs about Jackie Robinson. We got Abbott and Costello, George Carlin, Gillian Welch and David Rawlings, the Knuckleball Catcher, which is just a dynamite tune. So hopefully we'll hear from you at 924 3959 during this the American pastime. I got Bill Tetzelli here, regular DJ of Sunshine Daydream that, that's here to help us and work on the phones with you. So if you can, please give us a call at 434 924 
3959. Next up for you, I've got a local fella that did an album called Candiapolis, and it was actually produced with Jeff Romano, I believe, did all the production. At that time, it was called Greenwood Studios back then, and he wrote a tune. He was inspired by reading about the Negro Baseball Leagues and how it was segregated and deprived all these great athletes of this chance to be a hero in the large arena as opposed to a smaller arena. Some of these baseball players in that era were better than the folks that we got to see in Major League Baseball. He wrote a song called Cross-Eyed John, and that's on his CD, Candiapolis. Here's Keith Morris, Cross-Eyed John. Trail of stupid 
Bucky Harris, the Yanks manager, gave me a job as coach for as long as you're on the team. Look, Abbott, if you're the coach, you must know all the players. I certainly do. Well, you know, I, mean, I never met the guys, so you'll have to tell me their names, and then I'll know who's playing on the team. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you their names, but you know, strange it may seem, they give these ball players nowadays very peculiar names. You mean funny names? Strange names, pet names, like Dizzy Dean and... His brother Daffy. Daffy Dean. I'm their French cousin. French? Gouffet. Gouffet Dean. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, let's see, we have on the bags, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find I out. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You're going to be the coach, too? Yes. And you know the fellow's name? Oh, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who? The guy playing first. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yes. <laughs> Look, you got a first baseman? Certainly. Who's playing first? That's right. When you pay off the first baseman every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. <laughs> All I'm trying to find out is the fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy that gets the That's money. That's it. Who gets the money on he first base? He does, every dollar. Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Who's wife? Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Look, all I want to know is when you sign up the first baseman, how does he sign his name to the Who? contract? The guy. Who? How does he sign his That's name? That's how he signs it. Who? Yes. <laughs> all I'm trying to find out is what's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. Well, don't change the players. Right? I'm not changing nobody. Take it easy, buddy. I'm only asking you who's the guy on first base? That's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Name on first no, base. what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on who's second. Who's on first? I don't know. Oh, he's on third. We're not talking about him. Now, let's <laughs> now, how did I get on third base? Why, you mentioned his name. If I mentioned a third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? What's on first? What's on second? I don't know. He's on third. There I go, back on third again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, who's playing third base? Why do you insist on putting who on third base? What am I putting on third? Oh, what is on second? You don't want who on second? Who is on first? I don't know. Third, third base? Look, <laughs> oh, you got outfield? Sure. The left fielder's name. Why? I just thought I'd ask. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's playing left field. Who is playing first? I'm not. Stay out of the infield. <laughs> I want to know what's the guy's name in left field. No, what is on second? I'm not asking you who's on who's second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third, third base. base. <laughs> and the left fielder's name? Why? Because. Oh, he's center field. Me, he's you got a pitcher on a team? Sure. The pitcher's name? Tamara. You don't want to tell me today? I'm telling you, then man. go ahead. Tamara. What time? What time what? What time tomorrow are you going to tell me who's pitching? Now, listen, who is not pitching? I'll who break is... your arm, you say, who's on first? <laughs> I want to know what's the pitcher's name. What's on second? I don't know. Third base. Are <laughs> the catcher? Certainly. The catcher's name? Today. Today. 
A Kamar's pitcher. Now you've got it. All we got is a couple of days on the team. <laughs> you know, I'm a catcher, too. So they tell me. I get behind a plate, do some fancy catching. Kamar's pitching on my team, and a heavy hitter gets up. Yes. Now, the heavy hitter bunched the ball. When he bunched the ball, me being a good catcher, I'm going to throw the guy out of first base, so I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now, that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's all you have to do. Is to throw the ball at first base. Yes. Now, who's got it? Naturally. <laughs> First base, somebody's got to get it. Now, who has it? Naturally. Who? Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So I pick up the ball and I throw it to naturally. No, you don't. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's different. That's what I said. You're not saying that. I throw the ball to naturally. You throw it to who? Naturally. That's it. That's what I said. Listen, you asked me. I throw the ball to who? Naturally. Now, you asked me. You throw the ball to who? Naturally. That's it. Same as you. Don't change your right. Same as you. I throw the ball to who? Whoever it is drops the ball and the guy runs a second. Yes. Who picks up the ball and throws it to what? What throws it to I don't know? I don't know, throws it back to tomorrow? Triple play. Yes. Another guy gets up and it's a long fly ball to be caused. Why? I don't know. He's on third and I don't give a darn. Well, what? I said I don't give a darn. Oh, that's our shortstop. That was Abbott and Costello in their incredible routine that they made famous that also it was Rain Man, I think, when Dustin Hoffman uh, memorized that's it. That's right. But he didn't quite deliver it with the same timing. I guess that's what comedy is. Who's on first? And uh, Bill's here to answer the phone. We also have Truman here with us. And Dylan had a really cool baseball song that I could not find. It's on uh, the bootleg volumes one through three, the first ones. It was called Catfish, and it was about Catfish Hunter. One of the first free agents. Wow. So anyway, while Air is getting the next cut ready, just want to remind everybody to call in, pledge your support for the station. Almost everybody who works here, everyone who sits behind the mic is a volunteer. We choose the cuts based not on what the record companies say we should do or what a marketing survey says, but because we start out with, I have heard this song, I love it, and I want to share it and this is what we do 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. So please, call in your pledge, 924-3959. Next, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. In the background, by the way, is Randy Newman's theme song from The Natural that you're listening to. And before that, you heard uh, from Ken Burns' film uh, called Baseball, the 10-part, the 10-inning, 10-part uh, PBS special, uh, you heard Take Me Out to the Ball Game on solo piano from Jacqueline Swab there. And you'll hear another thing by her. She does a version of the Star Spangled Banner. We'll be putting the baseball themes in the background for you here tonight, this evening. Jolton Joe DiMaggio had a pretty good life later on after baseball as he married Marilyn Monroe. And uh, he's the most famous in his days with the Yankee, as the, called the Yankee Clipper. Uh, in 1941, Joe DiMaggio had an official 56-game hitting streak and probably one of the most enduring records in sport. He only hit 15 home runs and had 55 runs batted in. He was the average guy. Uh, and after the streak ended, he went on another 16-game hitting streak. So he actually hit safely in 72 of 73 games. But I'm going to challenge you out there when you call in with your pledge. The challenge to you is... Is that the total number for his streak, or is there something else that might have 
add to that particular streak. It might not be official, but it was a Major League Baseball game. Does anybody know what that is? So when you call in with your pledge at 434-924-3959, see if you can answer that question. Here Do not you go. Google while driving. <laughs> Do not Google. Here you go with Jolton Joe DiMaggio right here on The Sound Choice. We need a hit, so here I go. Ball one. Ball two. Strike one. Strike two. Kill that umpire. A case of Wheaties. Without a doubt, oh, I was out. Oh, love is just like the 
everybody. This is Mel Allen. It's a bright, sunny afternoon, and what a beautiful day for a ball game. The pitch, 
the count three two. He swung that stick and that ball flew. Man alive, what a drive! A grand slam home, that ain't no jive. The wind up, the pitch, the count three two. He swung that stick and that ball flew. Man alive, what a drive! A grand slam home, that ain't no Dreams over Wally Moon. He jumped into my bed. My body got high. I said, Come on, Wally, give me one more moonshine. Cause I'm a baseball card lover. I'm a baseball card lover. I'm a baseball card lover. Honey, show me your cards. Second baseman Charlie Neal. All through my spine, I was feeling chills. Went into my cover, slid more wheels. I'm a baseball card lover. I'm a baseball card lover. I'm a baseball card lover. Charlie, oh, 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 faster, faster, run, faster. Kill. That's where I like to kill. Oh, come on, kill. Oh, yeah. oh, that's where I like to hit it. Hit it. Oh, slide on it more. Come on, slide. Oh. Hands were shaking. I tried to relax. Went into my bed, climbed Santa Colfax. My legs fell numb. My face was pale when joining the party was Don Drysdale. I hopped out of bed, ran into the shower, but picking up the soap was a big Frank Howard. I'm a baseball card lover. I'm a baseball card lover. I'm a baseball card lover. Honey, show me your cards. Okay, let me run down that last set for you. We started off with Jolton Joe DiMaggio from Les Brown and his orchestra featuring Betty Bonnet back in 1941. Then I went to The Intruders in 1968 in their version of Love is Like a Baseball Game. little R&B touch in the baseball tune. Then The Ball Game, Sister Winona Carr in 1953. That was some baseball gospel. Satan was pitching. The Baseball Dreams, kind of a little uh, hip-hop stuff there from The Naturals with Mel Allen, some early baseball hip-hop type stuff, 1985 vintage. And then we went to some Rockabilly from Rockin' Richie Ray in 1977. I'm sure some of you folks out there grew up with those names and are just itching to get on the phone at 434-924-3959. And give us a pledge. Oh, Jolt and Joe DiMaggio, I needed to tell you that the real trick question for all you baseball buffs out there is you can talk about the 56-game hitting streak, and you have to phrase the question such that 
What is the longest hitting streak for any major league baseball player in consecutive games played in the major leagues? And if you say it like that, the actual longest hitting streak was 57 games because Joe DiMaggio played in the All-Star game. As long as you don't say official regular season record, but the most Major League Baseball games in a row. And the All-Star game's a Major League Baseball game, right? So anyway, that would be a 57-game hitting streak. And then with that additional 16-game hitting streak, that would be 73 out of 74 games. Anyway, just a little bit of baseball trivia for you there. Next up for you from Gillian Welch. In David Rawlings, who word is the album that we've been waiting for is done. And it may be coming here in June, but we've heard that before. But nonetheless, here is a version of their incredible baseball tune and philosophical tune called Knuckleball Catcher that they sang at the Newport Folk Festival back in August of 2008. And I think you'll like that. You might have heard it on Folk and Beyond before. Please give us a call here and show your support. We have the Whitmark demos to thank you with at uh, for a pledge of $100, a Bob Dylan CD, a double CD. We have the mono recordings, the Bob Dylan mono recordings to show our thanks for a $60 pledge. For a $150 pledge, we have the package of both of them. 434-924-3959. Please give us a call. Key, folks. That's that a bulk.
raging melody It was too much to believe Froze my flesh down Minus nine degrees Like I was passing a graveyard Full of flowers on Mother's Day Hey, now that's the last time This way, hey, hey, hey. Now a dead mother can be a dashboard drummer too. But a knuckleball catcher only gets one job to do.
Some figured it out at the beginning of Neil's career, and others got it later. massive talent of Neil Young has spread into countless hearts and minds, and he has now become the most covered artist across all age groups and genres. This is Air Steven. Please join me during the Folk and Roots Marathon on Friday, May 13th from 9 to 11 p.m. as we touch the night and explore a vast array of interpretations of the songs of Neil Young. They killed us in North of Zimmerman, Neil Young covered, right here on 91.1 FM, WTJU, Charlottesville. We're living in a trailer at the edge of town. You never see us cause we don't come around. We got 25 rifles just to keep the population down. Cubs fans out there. Anybody a Cubs fan? Go Cubs go? No? <laughs> We're looking for Cubs fans. We need a big hit down here. We, Whether it be a uh, single, a double, a home run, a triple, you know, hit it out of the park. That would be great. For all you Cubs fans, it's time for you to step up to the plate here. This is the land of Wrigley from Stormy Weather, followed by... To me, the most incredible baseball song ever written. And of all the songs that have have come across the pipe now and then, and there's only one guy, Steve Goodman, who was a Cubs fan himself. His tune, A Dying Cubs Fan's Last Request, coming up for you next. Please give us a call. Show your support, 434-924-3959. The North Side Die Hard stole the show. The land of Wrigley is in my soul. Come on, Cubbies, let the good times roll, roll all day long. Come on, Cubbies, let the good times roll, America's team, so I've been told. Come on, Cubbies, let the good times roll, roll all day long. Come on, Cubbies, play it in the sun, don't stop until you run. The preacher bombs are gonna have their fun. Sunshine boys, you can't do no wrong. On the road, they beat them night or day. When they're at home, they play the natural way. Come on, Cubs, hey, 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 hey. Roll all day long, it feels so good when you're home. Let's hear it for the Sunshine boys, you can't do no wrong. All you want the clubs really do talk. Everybody knows they got the right stuff Come on people, how about those cubs? Roll all day long Roll all day long Roll all day long Well people, how about those cubs? By the shores of old Lake Michigan where the hawk wind blows so cold An old cub fan lay dying In his midnight hour the toll 
Round his bed his friends had all gathered They knew his time was short And on his head they put this bright blue cap From his all-time favorite sport Told him it's late, it's getting dark in here And I know it's time to go But before I leave the lineup Boys, there's just one thing that I'd like to know Do they still play the blues in Chicago When baseball season rolls around When the snow melts away Do the Cubbies still play In their ivy-covered burial ground When I was a boy they were my pride and joy But now they only bring fatigue To the home of the brave the land of the free and the doormat of the National League. He told his friends, you know the law of averages says anything will happen that can. That's what it says. But the last time the Cubs won a National League pennant was the year we dropped the bomb on Japan. The Cubs made me a criminal, sent me down a wayward path. They stole my youth from me. That's the truth. I'd forsake my teachers to go sit in the bleachers in flagrant truancy. And then one thing led to another. And soon I discovered alcohol, gambling, dope, football, hockey, lacrosse, tennis. But what do you expect when you raise up a young boy's hopes and then just crush them? Like so many paper beer cups Year after 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 year Till those hopes are just so much popcorn For the pigeons beneath the L tracks to eat He said, you know, I'll never see Wrigley Field Anymore before my eternal rest So if you have your pencils and your scorecards ready I'll read you my last request he said, give me a doubleheader funeral in Wrigley Field On some sunny weekend day, no lights Have the organ play the national anthem And then a little na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye Make six bullpen pitchers carry my coffin And six groundskeepers clear my path Have the umpires bark me out at every base in all their holy wrath It's a beautiful day for a funeral Hey Ernie, let's play too Somebody go get Jack Brickhouse to come back And conduct just one more interview Have the Cubbies run right out into the middle of the field Have Keith Moreland drop a routine fly Give everybody two bags of peanuts and a frosty malt, and I'll be ready to die. Build a big fire on home plate out of your Louisville Slugger baseball bats and toss my coffin in. Let my ashes blow in a beautiful snow from the prevailing 30 mile an hour southwest wind. And when my last remains go flying over the left field wall, we'll bid the bleacher bums adieu. I will come to my final resting place out on Waveland Avenue.
The dying man's friends told him to cut it out. They said, stop it, that's an awful shame. He whispered, don't cry, we'll meet by and by near the heavenly hall of fame. He said, I've got season's tickets to watch the angels now. So that's just what I'm gonna do. He said, but you, the living, you're stuck here with the cubs. So it's me that feels sorry for you. Losers tune. That's the one I like the best. Closed his eyes and slipped away. Well, Scotty, it was the Dying Cup fans' last request. So here it is. Do they still play the blues in Chicago when baseball season rolls around? When the snow melts away, do the Cubbies still play in their Ivy Cup to bear your ground? Okay, that was for all you Cubs fans. We got Bill Tetzelli down here. He's dancing. Bill Tetzelli's back there dancing. So uh, you know that's something. Quite Trim- a sight to behold, a sight for radio. <laughs> the number down here to call is 434-924-3959. And now maybe it's time to go to the Yankee fans. Huh? How about you Yankee fans? Are you going to step up to the plate? Can you hit the ball out of the park? Do can, it, New York. Can you give us a single or you're going to just even a walk, you know, or, or a hit by pitch? But we're, we're really hoping you hit that home run. So anyway, here you go with some Yankee tunes, and we're expecting you to give us a call down here at 924-3959, please. Here's I Love Mickey with Teresa Brewer and the Mick himself. And how about all you Giant fans back then, you know? Say Hey, the Willie Mays song. And then there was, at that point, there were three teams in the 40s in New York City. New York Giants in the Polo Grounds. And the Brooklyn Dodgers at Ebbets Field and the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. And this tune would be called Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. So three tunes coming up for you. And we'd love to have those phones ring off the hook here on both lines. It'll flip right over, so don't worry about about it not getting touched. Just keep calling and here challenging the Yankee fans to hit it out of the park. 924-3959. Here you go with I Love Mickey. Mickey who? You know who, the fellow with the celebrated swing. Oh, I love Mickey. Mickey who? You know who, the one who drives me batty every spring. If I don't make a hit with him, my heart will break in two. I wish that I could catch him and pitch a little woo. I love Mickey. Mickey who? Mickey you. Mickey me. That's who. are a mighty sight to see. Oh, I love Mickey. Mickey who? You know who, the 
one I wanna steal right home with me. Oh, I'd sacrifice most anything to win his many charms. I'd like to be a fly ball and pop right in his arms. Oh, I love Mickey. Mickey who? Hi, Yogi Berra.
Comics had won it, Bobby Thompson had done it, and Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born, marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball, Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. The man and Bobby Fella, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Well, Casey was winning, Hank Aaron was beginning, one Robbie going out, one coming in. Kiner and Midget Goodell, the Thumper and Mel Parnell, and Ike was the only one winning down in Washington. I'm talking baseball, Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball, the man and Bobby Feller, the Scooter, the Barber, and the Duke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Now my old friend, the bachelor, well, he swore he was the Oklahoma kid. And Cookie played hooky to go and see the Duke. And me, I always loved Willie May. Those were the days. Well, now it's the 80s, and Brett is the greatest, and Bobby Bonds can play for everyone. Rose is at the vet, Rusty again is a Met, and the great Alexander is pitching again in Washington. I'm talking baseball, like Reggie Quees and Barry, talking baseball, Carew and Gaylord Perry, Seaver, Garvey, Schmidt, and by the blue. And it's no fluke They'll be with Willie Mickey and the Duke Willie Mickey and the Duke Say hey, say hey, say hey It was Willie Mickey and the Duke Say hey, say hey, say hey I'm talking with All right, we're back. I don't know if we've got any Yankees hitting us out of the park here. There's somebody on the phone, but we'll see. Air before I have a caller on the line right now. Okay. Who says he has an autographed baseball from Hall of Famer Bob Zeller? Sorry, from Bob, Bob Seller. Bob Feller. Feller. Feller or Seller? Seller with an S. Seller. And he would be uh, very happy to donate it. As a premium. Uh, okay, we're going to get the load on on this. I'm going to put a tune on, on, and then I'm going to get to talk to this fella, and we'll find out what this baseball deal is. I don't know a Bob Zeller, but I know a Bob Feller who pitched for Cleveland, truly one of baseball greats, Bobby Feller. We'll get to the bottom of this. And in the meantime, what do I have queued up next? 
Well, this is a tune for all you Twins fans. This one is, you know, and this year you can call them Twinkies, I guess. Last year and the year before and the year before, it was really rude to call the Twins Twinkies because they were great. This year, uh, the same team, more nose out, uh, had the concussion, was out with the mysterious concussion all last year. Maurer now out with bilateral leg weakness, just sitting around in jacuzzis and making $23 million. Ain't that the life? And so they're all beat up. They're not playing well. In fact, they have the worst record in baseball. So, so here is a tune called Please Don't Call Them Twinkies from the Baseball Project, brand new off of their Volume 2, High and Inside, right here on the Sound Choice in Central Virginia. We do have one phone line open, 434-924-3959. I wasn't quite alive yet, but I'm told they gave the MVP to Zolio Versailles. Believer hit the singles, and Harmon hit the homers. Mudcat Grant won 20 games, but they didn't play in a dome yet. The Dodgers came to Bloomington to play for the World Series. The Twins took the first two. You can even ask Vin Scully. But Sandy Kovacs proved to be a bit too much to crack. And the Twins went down at seven, but they vowed that they'd be back. From Nicholas to Hennepin, from St. Paul to St. Cloud The Minnesota Twins are making Minnesota proud And we don't buy our titles, so that summer's where we stay But these are grown men These are grown men These are heroes Please don't call them Twinkies In the fall of 87, I was pretty much in heaven I got my license and a girlfriend The twins had won a pennant I prayed more in the dome than I ever did at church Kirby Puckett had the smile Ken Herbeck had the smirk But first we tamed the Tigers Then we were dealt the cards And they came to the Twin Cities To try to make sense of our part It was loud and it was close And it went to seven games But the twins took home the title And that sweet music played Down into the loop From the south side of downtown Minnesota Twins are making Minnesota proud So hey, let's make some noise Come on, wave those homer hankies These are grown men These are grown men These are heroes Please don't call them Twinkies We're once again on top We faced Atlanta in the series And they thought that they were hot I've never seen nothing so lame As that Fonda Hawk job But we were up against the ropes When Kirby caught a shot And as he ran around the bases Smiling, pumping fists We all knew that he had won it Though it was only just game six And the next night Jack Morris Came and made his hometown proud You should watch it in slow motion Rockin' was clearly out From Mankato to Brady 
That was for all you Twins fans. So far, we've touched base with the Twins fans. We've touched base with the Yankee fans, the Dodger fans, the Giant fans, Cubs fans. Cross-Eyed John, we've touched base with the Negro Leagues. And also, the last tune about Harvey Haddock's. First, you heard Please Don't Call Them Twinkies. Harvey Haddock's was also from the Baseball Project, Volume 1, Frozen Ropes and Dying Quails. Please Don't Call Them Twinkies from Volume 2, High and Inside. There's now 20 perfect games, and you can actually call it 21 if if you give back Armando Galarraga, who pitched on June 2nd of 2010, pitched a perfect game, but the umpire made the last call at first base safe. He was out by a couple feet. He called him safe. He actually got, instead of 27 consecutive outs, he got 28 consecutive outs, and the umpire knew it. They wouldn't change it, so he doesn't get credit for his perfect game. And neither does Harvey Haddox, who this song was all about, who actually pitched 12 perfect innings or 36 consecutive outs but in 1991 they changed the rule that it had to be a complete game and so all of these folks that had a a perfect game with only and a rain out with six innings pitched or something like that they're no longer considered those games but you can add mark burley from the chicago white Sox pitched 116 pitches against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays they were then now they're just the Rays in 2009 Dallas Braden threw 109 pitches had six strikeouts on May 9th of 2010 and again as Oakland beat the Tampa Bay Rays they were the Rays that year and then Roy Halladay uh, for Philadelphia against the Florida Marlins, a one to nothing perfect game, 115 pitches, 11 strikeouts in May 29th of 2010. So that song about the 17 people that had perfect games is now 20 since 2008. You are listening to The Sound Choice in Central Virginia, WTJU, Charlottesville. All right, we're waiting for that home run. It only takes a home run, you know. Well, let's say a single's $60 pledge at the opening level, and we could thank you with the Dylan Mono recordings. And a double would be the $100 pledge, and that would be the uh, Whitmark demos. And then uh, how about a triple would be the package deal of a $150 pledge, and you get both of them. And then the home run 
would be the sponsor level. The sponsor level? Yes, and that is the Dylan Combo Pack, which is both the Whitmark demos and the original, the best of the original mono recordings, plus a WTJU hat and a WTJU tote back. And bag. How, how much is that pledge? That is for $240. And, and then we got the Grand Slam, which would be the $1,000 pledge. Exactly. So those are your goals here as we've got, uh, we're in the seventh inning stretch here on the American Pastime. And here's some Baseball Boogie for your listening enjoyment. This is Baseball Boogie from Mabel Scott and off the Baseball of Film by Ken Burns soundtrack right here on the Sound Choice in Central Virginia. The number to call for those pledging uh, so we can thank you with our special gifts is 434-924-3959. If I pitch, can you catch? Will you hold the ball? When you step to the plate, will you swing and fall? If you play, you gotta know how it's done. Can you catch? Can you hold a hard one? I mean, baby, do you know the game? the game I'm a big league pitcher can you catch the hairline can you hit ball I throw to you Southpaw can you hit ball I throw to you forget your bad ready man 
Robinson hit that ball. It went zooming across the left field wall. Yeah, boy. Yes, yes, Jackie hit that ball. And when he swung his bat, the crowd went wild because he knocked that ball a solid mile. Yeah, boy. Yes, yes, Jackie hit that ball. Satchel Page is mellow, so is Caponello. New come at Dobie too. But it's a natural fact when Jackie comes to bat, the other team is through. Did you see Jackie Robinson hit that ball? Did he hit it? Yes, and that ain't all. He's so old. Yes, yes, Jackie's real gone. Jackie Robinson. We needed to get something in there about Jackie Robinson and and the incredible thing that he did for the game of baseball and brought the Negro Leagues out of the shadows and got them into Major League Baseball, the bravery of Jackie Robinson. Did you see Jackie Robinson hit that ball from Count Basie and his orchestra in 1949, written by Woodrow Johnson? And behind that, from Mabel Scott, you heard the baseball boogie. You're listening to The Sound Choice in Central Virginia, WTJU Charlottesville. I'm your Stephen. We've got Bill Tetzelli here. This is kind of like one of those baseball games where the excitement mounts and builds over the course of the game. We're down in the late innings. We're starting to get a... Uh, some late inning rallies? A single here, a double there. We're starting to get men on base. We need somebody... To knock it in. Yes. We, we need we the need, RBI hitter. We need the cleanup hitter, folks. Call us here at 924-3959 or donate securely online at WTJU.net. You're home from work. The groceries are all in the fridge. Before you turn on that stove and chop those vegetables, give us a call here. Okay, we've got the phone going. We had the Red Sox fan that called in. He put another man on base, and he gets Buckner's Bolero, the brand-new tune from The Baseball Project. The new CD is called High and Inside right here on The Sound Choice. Give us a call. One line is still open, 434-924-3959. If Bobby O'Hara hadn't 
Sullivan and Yaki And hadn't been traded to the Mets For Calvin Giraldi If oil can void hadn't been such a nutcase And Jim Rice had twice taken an easy extra base If the Red Sox had had a better playoff fourth starter Instead, Nimber served up a big fat slider to Carter. What would Seaver have done if not for his bum knee? Would he have taken the ball and exacted revenge on his old team? If Gooden had pitched, like the real Dr. K Or Donnie Moore Hadn't had that nightmare day That stuck with him Till he couldn't take anymore And turned his own kitchen into Killing floor. And John McNamara, what the hell was he thinking? Was it him, not the party boy, meant to win all the drinking? If he'd hit Baylor for Buckner and yanked the first Awesome.
As tough to walk as he was to strike out But there's only one play that ever gets talked about Now some kind of fame lies in being a scapegoat And if not that, then you're just an historical footnote And your 22 years playing ball might be forgotten Maybe Bill Buckner was lucky, his luck was so like to talk a little bit about baseball and football. Starting with baseball, baseball is different from any other sport in a lot of different little ways. For instance, in most sports, you score points or you score goals. In baseball, you score runs. In most sports, the ball or the object is put in play by the offensive team. In baseball, the defense puts the ball in play, and only the defensive team is allowed to touch the ball. In fact, in baseball, if an offensive player touches the ball intentionally, he's out. Also, most sports, the team is run by a coach. In baseball, the team is run by a manager. And only in baseball does the manager or the coach have to wear the same uniform the players do. Can you picture Bill Parcells in his New York Giants uniform? Now, baseball and football are different from one another in other kind of interesting ways, I think. First of all, um, Baseball is a 19th century pastoral game. Football is a 20th century technological struggle. <laughs> baseball is played on a diamond, in a park, the baseball park. Football is played on a gridiron in a stadium, sometimes called Soldier Field or War Memorial Stadium. Baseball begins in the spring, the season of new life. Football begins in the fall, when everything is dying. In football, you wear a helmet. In baseball, you wear a cap. Football is concerned with downs. What down is it? Baseball is concerned with ups. Who's up? Are you up? I'm not up. He's up. In football, the specialist comes in to kick. In baseball, the specialist comes in to relieve someone. In football, you receive a penalty. In baseball, you make an error. Whoops. Football has hitting, clipping, spearing, blocking, piling on, late hitting, unnecessary roughness, and personal fouls. Baseball has the sacrifice. <laughs> Football is played in any kind of weather. Rain, sleet, snow, hail, mud. Can't read the numbers on the field, can't read the yard markers, can't read the players' numbers. The struggle will continue. 
in baseball, if it rains, we don't come out to play. I can't come out to play. It's raining out. Baseball has a seventh inning stretch. Football has the two-minute warning. Baseball has no time limit. We don't know when it's going to end. We might have extra innings. Football is rigidly timed and it will end even if we have to go to sudden death. In baseball, during the game in the stands, there's kind of a picnic feeling. Emotions may run high or low, but there's not that much unpleasantness. In football, in the stands, during the game, you can be sure that at least 27 times you are perfectly capable of taking the life of a fellow human being. Preferably a stranger. And finally, the objectives of the two games are totally different. In football, the object is for the quarterback, otherwise known as the field general, to be on target with his aerial assault, riddling the defense by hitting his receivers with deadly accuracy, in spite of the blitz, even if he has to use the shotgun. With short bullet passes and long bombs, he marches his troops into enemy territory, balancing this aerial assault with a sustained ground attack which punches holes in the forward wall of the enemy's defensive line. In baseball, the object is to go home. And to be safe. I hope I'll be safe at home. Safe at home. Carlin interrupt us right there. And uh, that was his special take on baseball versus football right here on The Sound Choice. We've got about five minutes left. If you want to get that last ninth inning home run, give us a call here at 924-3959. Bring the runners into home plate. The bases are loaded. It is up to you. Give us that call, 924-3959. All right, in the background there, you've got a little bit of Don Henley and the Boys of Summer. They used it in the 2003 season on Major League Baseball, but it's really not a song that's about baseball. The, the, the Boys of Summer is really more about, well, it's about, superficially, it's probably about passing of youth and entering middle age, but... But uh, when Henley was asked about it for a Rolling Stone interview, he said that the song was more about aging and questioning the past. You know, it's got the summer of love in there and all that. But the boys of summer, that's it, the boys of summer. We're going to finish up. We've got one more phone call. I don't know who's on there, but whoever it is, I want to thank you. And uh, I had a whole lot of fun doing the American pastime, as I'm an American League fan first and foremost and not a National League fan. Usually it's called the National Pastime. But as you can see, throughout history, there's been some incredible tunes about baseball. And baseball is in all of all of America's lives, even to this day. Coming up next for you now is the last tune of the show. And then the women will take over with all the music about local women. And this one's uh, about Scott McGahee, one of the guys in the baseball project. He supposedly went out and got Jack McDowell. Black Jack McDowell when he was pitching for the Yankees all drunk and all. Uh, and then he had to pitch the next day, and, and he was still in a foul, unruly mood on the mound, and, and he didn't pitch very well, and they claimed that they were part of it. And then as he didn't pitch very well, uh, he also flipped 
gave them the finger on his way out, and this one's called The Yankee Flipper to finish you off. Thanks for listening, folks, and thanks for pledging as we roll on on the Folk and Roots Marathon here on WTJU Charlottesville. He's a friend of the smithereens and old Palavetti Vedder. For a few good years, there weren't any pictures better. He loved R.E.M. and he played a Rickenbacker guitar. But for a night on the town with Mike Mills, you get hit pretty hard. Mike and I met up with Dennis Dyken and Black Jack somewhere As this was New York City, you may have heard they had a few bars there Jack loved the replacements and we drank enough that we became them Two guitars, bass and drums, yeah our lineup was the same then he was crowned the Yankee Flipper by the Foul Ball of Fame. He gave 50,000 fans the finger, but we'd like to share a little bit of the blame. It was Spike and Mike and Blackjack and me. I'm told Jack ended up on the cold. Of the floor With his mom Who was visiting Banging on the bathroom door The next time He took the mound Well it wasn't a pretty sight And I'm always figured It had a lot to do With that night He was crowned Now he's a poster boy for a grand baseball tradition Templeton, Tejada, Billy Martin and Albert Bell Promote Hoss Radborn all the way to David Wells He was crowned the Yankee Flipper by the Yeah.
Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.